who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to episode 93 of the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas and with me as always most of the time as always is eric sanchez How's it going, buddy? It's going. It's cold and wintry here in Chicago. Lots of snow finally. And yep. I've, I've got a giant driveway. I salted for Eric to slide <laughs> up on the way. He thanked me for that. It's a great day here yeah. in, Sh- in Chicago. I remember when you first, was it last year you moved in here? Yeah. And it was really last slick. July, yeah. And I sent you a gif of like some guy <laughs> walking out the driveway. He just keeps sliding all the way down because he falls. I definitely <laughs> last year sl- like was like shoveling and definitely bit it. And that's like that day went out and, and you couldn't stop till you got to the street. Pretty much. And that day, like I uh, went and bought like grip boots <laughs> so yeah. that are like meant for that. So that's good. I'm I'm well prepared now. But the good news is, if someone wants to break into my house in the winter. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. At, you're gonna look at my name. It's like Home Alone. Yeah, it's pretty much what it is. The, the slick stairs and all that. Yeah. So this week's show, guys, we're going to take a look back at something I originally the idea was like wrestling urban legends, but it's it's morphed into I'd say stuff that you used to believe as a kid is wrestling like logically you try to think of we had a lot of people on twitter comment on it and they shared a lot of their stories which we will share with everybody yeah and speaking of twitter you can follow us there at ppw podcast and be part of the show like everyone is this week we are positively processing podcast if you search for us on itunes or soundcloud or get your favorite podcasts from we'll feed right into your favorite podcast app and if you leave a review on itunes that'd be helpful for us because it helps more people find the show Support the show, you can head to whatamaneuver.net, pick up a t-shirt, there are several designs there. Maybe we'll design a new one before WrestleMania for everybody. And if you're going to WrestleMania weekend in Tampa, let me know. PPW Podcast on Twitter, I'll be there. I know I'm meeting up with a bunch of you already. Whether it be a WrestleCon, Access, WrestleMania, NXT, whatever it is, Hall of Fame, let me know. Uh, I got my Hall of Fame ticket today, or yesterday, for this year. And I bought a ticket to NXT, so I've got those two things settled. Uh, just need to get my WrestleMania ticket, and then I'll be good to go from there. They haven't done any, <clears throat> excuse me, Hall of Fame announcements lately, have they? No, it's just been the main two. NWO and Batista have been the yeah. two. And so this year I'm coming in on Thursday, and I think it'll be a nice kind of relaxing time just to chill out. I really, I don't know, every time Nash or like Hall speak, like kind of like they like grab my interest. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be a good speech. I think Batista will have a good speech and I don't know. I think it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. Hopefully no one jumps the ring this year and tackles somebody. <laughs> so hopefully it'll be fun. Uh, WrestleCon. I'm going with, I, you think they're going to do it in the ring again? They are. They are. Yeah. Okay. That's what the seating chart looks like. All right, cool. And I kind of liked it. It was different. You know, it kind of sucks for people maybe sitting behind them because it's yeah. just, you're staring at someone's ass all night, but right. that's what it is. What any other, any prediction for you for who's going to be in the hall of fame added on? You know what? I haven't even thought about it. I'm thinking Bull- British Bulldog will be the one. British Bulldog? Yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe? Yeah, I could see that. Because you had the Anvil last year, Bulldog this year, maybe Pillman coming up. Maybe Owen in about four years when something <laughs> I, changes. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, before we get into this week's show, 
anything wrestling? You said you bought the Anvil Elite or something like that. Yeah, I've been bu- I've been buying these things. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jesus. <laughs> I've been buying these figures that I've kind of had on, I guess, like reserve on my list of what I want to get. So I en- I ended up buying the Andre the Giant, the blue suits, um, blue singlet, blue singlet elite. I picked okay. that one up. I picked up the Arn and Tully from the Four Horsemen four pack that came yeah. out. Were they a couple just years loose? Ago. Yeah, loose. Okay. And I bought the Anvil. And I'm going to be looking for... Not the new Anvil. No, 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 no. <laughs> Series 43. Okay. The you, original Heart Foundation You're looking for Anvil. Brett now. Yeah. Original Heart Foundation Brett. Yeah. I'm going to meet Brett again this year at WrestleCon. Me and Kalija at KP and DC are going up there along with Troy. Uh, Troy's Twitter account, because he's a big Twitch guy. Let's give him a shout out real quick, because we're also kind of staying together. He is at... It's pretty simple. It's like Troy Edwards. At Troy Edward underscore TTV. Follow him on Twitter. He's got lots of Twitch video game stuff and all that. But we're all going together. And my plans to get the I have a Bret Hart uh, magazine where him and Bart Simpson are on the cover. Remember yeah. that one? So I think that'll be really cool framed. And I think KP's getting his sunglasses signed. I said, you got to ask him to put them on you. You know, old school style. That'll be <laughs> yeah. awesome. But yeah, that's, I don't know, just a little side point there. Yeah. I'm excited well, again. Also side point, I've got the Simpsons. Bret Hart figure. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, the one where he was shopping in Mr. Burns' hall. He was buying his old house. That was the episode. Okay. Yes, that's but, it. Yes, good stuff. Okay, so anything else you bought? Uh, no, that's it. Yeah, the only thing that came in for me this week was I bought a VHS of the Divas postcards from the Caribbean because mm-hmm. that is the one tape, <laughs> one of three tapes that says yeah. contains nudity on it. And I have all three tapes that contains nudity. All right. And also, I got, I tweeted it out. It's basically kind of like a promo pack for video stores of, mm-hmm. for WrestleMania 7's VHS. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, very cool. And I'm going to have, if I if I end up meeting Hogan at WrestleMania weekend, he's supposed to do a signing in Clearwater Tampa at his beach shop. I'm going to have Hogan sign that. I think it'll look very cool framed. Mm-hmm. And Slaughter's always doing autographs, so I'll decide later if I want the slots to sign it as well. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like how single autographs look on items. Okay. Versus multiple stuff. Like... That but if, how, you, if, if you've got two guys that are still alive, you might as well get them. I've got Slaughter's autograph. I've met oh, Slaughter before. I mean, like on a WrestleMania 7? No, I don't know. We'll see. There's stuff no, to eight. think about. WrestleMania 8. No, it's 7. Hogan versus Slaughter, 7. You're right. Yeah. So I don't know. There's stuff to think about. I've also thought about maybe having him sign the VHS cover because those will look cool. No shadow boxes mm-hmm. over there. Stuff to think about. Or I was just thinking if I just meet Hogan, just have him sign the WrestleMania 6 VHS because that's just an iconic, awesome tape. Yeah. And I'd also have him sign the 7 in yellow. There's a lot. You get slaughter in purple. He's charging per, per <laughs> autograph, buddy. I got it's cash. We'll show him uh, some Hogan app you got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get a free autograph. I hear I bought the Hogan blender. So <laughs> anyway, that'll be fun. Uh, that's the one. The couple things I bought this week. No real wrestling figures or anything. Uh, I haven't really been looking. Like mm-hmm. our WalMarts around here are just literally nothing. Like the shelves yeah. are empty. It's crazy. Same with Targets. Well, Targets sometimes, like, random Targets will have stuff. Like, I was at my work yesterday. They had all the Royal Rumble sets. Okay. And all that, but nothing nothing really crazy. Yeah, the it's two weird. one, the two closest to us, they don't have anything. They no. just have AJ and Seth. AJ's everywhere. Yeah. AJ's on all the shelves, which is fine. You know, if you're an AJ fan, if you're a kid, my daughter's on the aisle. She goes, Dad, it's AJ Styles. So it's good that you recognize that. Yeah. Any other any other non-wrestling purchases you've had this week? Uh, I like hearing you spend money. i went to go see the rat pack last week what's that it was was a rat pack live it's like uh sammy davis jr dean martin frank sinatra like a cover thing yeah it was like a tribute whose idea was this 
It was mine. I saw it on TV and it said the Rat Pack is back. It'll be at the Rosemont Theater January 31st. You drove to Rosemont for this? Yeah. Was it fun? <laughs> Heck yeah, it was fun. All right. I mean, you got to appreciate the songs of Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. You're sitting there slapping your thighs like, ooh, this is my kind of jam. Well, when I went to Vegas, I don't know, mate, I went to Vegas twice about 10, 15 years ago. Uh-huh. And one of the things, well, two of the things I wanted to see was like an Elvis tribute because I really liked Elvis at the time. I still kind of do. And the Rat Pack, like I kind of got into the songs, the... I don't know. I just like the, the the time period and I don't know the style of it and the songs. Mm. So I never saw anything for the Rat Pack, and then I've always kind of held on to that. And I even have songs like Saved and whatever. So when I saw that it came up, I asked my girlfriend if she wanted to go. She's like, yeah, I'll go. So that's what we did. It was a lot of fun. And there was a great Mexican restaurant up there called Maria's Mexican Restaurant in Rosemont. Had a good night. Good. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into this week's show. Again, this is not necessarily stuff that some of its urban legends kind of everybody knows, which we'll get into. And some yeah. of it's like weird stuff. And as everyone was tweeting me, a lot of things I find with this show is all the stuff that we all thought, or we all did, like everybody did around our age. Yeah. We, we all thought we were like alone wrestling fans. We were mm-hmm. all doing it. And I think a lot of that is still coming out. Like even on say like uh Conrad Thompson's podcast, uh-huh. or just all of the different stuff. Cause he's kind of in our age group and you uh-huh. know, he's talking about things that I'm like, yeah, I thought that too. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I like that guy too. Or I didn't like that guy. <laughs> yes. So let's first go through some of the Twitter stuff and we'll comment on it. And then we'll go through our lists. Mm-hmm. First up is from at AJ Leatherman it says people I went to high school with used to insist that Paul Orndorff died from steroids. And that's why WWF didn't talk about him anymore. He was already wrestling in WCW at the time, but there was no convincing them that they were wrong. So I could see that. Like, no, no, he's dead. He's dead. And, and like, right. WCW, what is it at the time? So that's a good one. Uh, next up is from Bevan Boychuk. And he says, for a while, I thought the Ultimate Warrior turned into the Renegade and that Kevin Sullivan actually did wash Earthquake and Beefcake. <laughs> so the, 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 did what? He bur- he brainwashed. Kevin Sullivan oh, okay. brainwashed. I you said he washed them. No, he brainwashed. <laughs> he so, gave him a bath. <laughs> so Brudei became the Zodiac, and Earthquake was the shark. Yeah. Or whatever it was. So remember the Dungeon of Doom? I do. Was he Avalanche before uh, yes, he, yes, he was Avalanche first. Okay. Because Earthquake, Avalanche, natural yeah. disasters, all right, the same thing. Right, that makes thing. sense. And yeah, so the... the Dungeon of Doom thing. I don't remember thinking anything was real, but I do remember being into it. Like, yeah, Hogan's taking on monsters. I'm in. Yeah, I don't remember being that into it. I'm sure you weren't. You're also older than me. Yeah. What about the Renegade? The Renegade, I I just thought he was like a ripoff of Warrior. Yeah. I didn't think he was the Warrior. But looking back now, they definitely did try to like indicate that it was the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, like the the style, the the music was even even similar. Even like his debut, he was just kind of in the shadows and stuff like that. Uh It was weird. Classic WW. And next up is at Brian underscore footy. This is, I, well, first off, the main one, which we'll skip, we'll get to in a second. But he mm-hmm. also said that I always questioned if the Renegade was the Warrior in WCW. So that's two that now think that. And he can remember when Scott Hall came through the crowd in Nitro, I legitimately thought there was a WWF WCW feud. Now, this is interesting because. The Hall debuts there in 96. Yeah. So we're in, I'm in middle school. You're in high school. Uh, what Do you remember thinking like, oh, this is like a legit thing? Like WWF guys are in WCW? Or did you just know that Hall was now signed to WCW or Razor was signed to WCW? Do you remember? Um. Yeah, it's hard for me to like go back and tell because I wasn't sure. Like, Well, no one was really sure. We thought we were. Yeah, I thought maybe he was just an attendance Uh at a WCW show. Like, that's how I kind of started thinking. And then, 
Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Like, I probably thought it was real. Well, there was plenty like an of invasion pe- of, of sorts. There was plenty of people that did. And then, I mean, everybody on the announce team made it sound like it was an invasion from, from WCW because they never said the name. They just said these guys from the other company. Next up is Ring Skirts, and he's got two good ones. First off, there was, he was convinced that all wrestling shows were live, even mm-hmm. like superstars, all that stuff, which to me, I never really thought about it. I guess I just assumed they were. Yeah, I guess I thought they were too. Like this live is, crowd. <laughs> like football's live and baseball, so why wouldn't wrestling be? Yeah. This is my favorite, one of my favorites we've got, we submitted. He also believed that Paul Hogan, a.k.a. Crocodile Nadie, uh-huh. was Hulk's brother. So he thought, he said, mostly because my older brother told me so. Yeah. Like, it's just so funny, these logic things you come up in your head, like. Well, it, would, it makes sense. And I, I. Because they kind of, I don't, I don't know if they, they don't look not similar right. enough. This just triggered a memory. Okay. So Crocodile Dundee, you've seen, probably not in years, right? You've seen Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, I know who okay. he is. But have you seen the movie? No. Really? Not even as a kid? You never rented it from the video store? I don't think so. That's not a knife. This is a knife. No. You. <laughs> All right. We're going to try to do a Crocodile Deep podcast. you got to watch that show or movie. Anyway. I might have caught like pieces of it, but I, it never was anything I was interested in watching. Okay. So Nate mentions that he thought Paul Hogan and Hulk Hogan were related. Mm-hmm. So I do remember the video store seeing this on the shelf and seeing Paul Hogan <laughs> yeah. reading it probably too fast, thinking Hulk Hogan was in this movie yeah. and renting it because I thought of that and wondering the whole time where Hogan was. <laughs> when was he coming in? <laughs> <laughs> but I still did enjoy Crocodile Dundee. That's your assignment for now and next week, Eric. Watch Crocodile Dundee. Full disclosure, I probably <clears> haven't <throat> seen it in t- 25 years, so it's probably not as good as I remember. But yeah. the original Crocodile Dundee, the famous line, that's not a knife, this is a knife. Nothing? No, I, I told you I didn't watch it. <laughs> what about the Simpsons episode where they went to Australia? I don't watch Simpsons that oh. much. This is a long time ago. It's an old one. Yeah, I still didn't watch it All that All right, much. this is just blowing my mind. Okay, thanks, Nate, for making Eric realize he didn't see a classic 80s movie. Next up is uh, Real Rick Snare, and he thought wrestling was fixed except for world title matches which I think I've talked about before. I thought in WCW world title matches were real. Mm-hmm. And then also, AJ Leatherman responded to that saying, that was actually how wrestling was explained in the storyline of the Quantum Leap episode that Terry Funk was in. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen quite a bit of Quantum Leap. Have you seen Terry Funk never, in it? Never saw that oh, one. Oh, no, we got we got two things we got to go look for now. There's Pro- so many, uh, and I, I tweeted about this earlier, just when we were younger, I feel like there were more wrestlers in television shows because I it, shared one where... Um, in television shows? In television okay. shows, like Family Matters. The Bushwhackers yeah. were in that one. Okay. So I, I shared that clip. It's from Daily Motion, but you know I, I thought that was fun. And then um, Boy Meets World and just all those other television Baywatch. shows. Like, um, yeah, Baywatch, Married with Children, King Kong yeah. Bundy. It was just so cool to like randomly see like a wrestler pop up and be like, oh, I know that guy. Well, and then you, you feel re- cool when wrestler, you're like telling your parents, like, oh, I know that guy. If you knew a wrestler was going to be on TV, that was appointment television. Right? Yeah. You had to make sure you were on there. But I think, you know, sometimes you didn't see like a preview for it. You just were watching as like a regular watcher and you're like, oh boy, look at this guy. I know him. And this is at ATD Sports Cards. He thinks a lot of people believe that the Montreal Screwjob was a work, meaning it was fake. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. You know, I still kind of. Well, this was side on either either way. Well, this was a big. This has been a big debate at the time when it was live. So me and my friend, he was a big Brett fan. I was a big Sean fan, and we like broke it down in seventh grade or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Whenever this happened for us, like, okay, look, 
the ref calls for the bell. And I was like, no, no, Brett is tapping. Like, he's saying, like, he's nodding. He's, and he's like, no, no, no. And I was like, look, Sean's mad because he's acting mad at Vince, which we later found out he was supposed to act like that. And then we, like, paused it. Like, look, right here, Gerald Briscoe is telling Sean to celebrate. And then he puts the belt up down the aisle. We broke it yeah. down, uh-huh. like, frame by frame, trying to figure out what happened. This is before Wrestling with Shadows came out, before all that stuff. Sure. So we're trying to break this down. I remember that. So what did you come up with? I don't think we ever uh, <laughs> we ever came up with a final uh, okay. solution there. What do you think? I, I I used to think that it was, but like over time, I'm like, no. Yeah, the, the, I think they screwed them. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, you got to realize uh, with wrestlers keeping a secret for that long, it never yeah. happens, right? And also, Rad Chad has one, but he's one that everyone says, which might as well spoil it now. The two warriors thing, we'll get into that. I thought there were three. Okay, we'll get into yours, too. <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll break into that in a little bit. Uh, Gold Phillips says, to this day, he believes McMahon sent Russo to WCW. I don't think so. Okay, you're just shitting all over his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is at Big Woody Style. He says, my cousin always said that WWF and WCW were the same company. His logic was, how else could wrestlers bounce back and forth so easily between companies? Yeah. He said, for a while, he also believed in-ring action was legitimate, but the rest was planned and written. So the storylines were fake, but the matches were real. What about the WWF thing? I always knew they were two companies. Yeah, I knew they were two. Even when I was a kid, I was just like, oh, they're separate. But I I didn't really figure how they went back and forth. But I could see as a kid, again, in your head, logic head, trying to figure that out. Yeah, like. Six months, you see Ricky Steamboat on WCW. Then you start seeing him in WWF. Mm-hmm. Then he's back in WCW. Same with Rick Rude and Oh, Rick Rude, Vader. for sure. Steiner Brothers. Yeah. Lex Luger. I could see that. Yeah, all that stuff. So good stuff, Big Woody, big woody style. Uh, at Troy Wingdog, or I'm sorry, 20 Wingdog 72, he said, I know a lot of people bought that the big show was Andre's son. That was big in high school. I thought so. I did too, because they, they, they said it. Yeah, they said it. This is Andre's son. And he's a giant. He's massive. Like, who else is going to be big? Right. Who else is going to have that disease? Andre. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a million people that have the disease, but, but I only knew of one. With the big Andre. show. Yes. I, I remember thinking that, too. And I think I told my dad. I'm like, this is Andre. He's like, that's not Andre the giant son. <laughs> like, he didn't have any kids. Stupid. He did. He had a daughter. Uh, I meant sons. Okay. <laughs> and then Nate, Nate Ringshirts also believed the NW was some Ben McMahon. We talked about that earlier. Uh, at... Uh, Joshua Ellis, he says, I used, I used to work with a guy that said all the Von Erich brothers and Tatanka have all played the part of the Ultimate Warrior. Never mm-hmm. heard Tatanka playing the Ultimate no, Warrior. Either. I've definitely heard the Texas Tornado, which Rad Chad also said. But yeah, I've heard that, and I heard uh, Paul Roma. Mr. Wonderful? No, no, Paul Roma, not Paul Orndorff. Oh, okay. There's only one Paul as far as I'm concerned wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of it. He was Paul Roma, and Hercules was... Oh, my God. I'm we'll stumped. get to it. Yeah. All right. And also, Arcade Wrestling Guy, this is one. Macho Man gave Hulk the black eye at WrestleMania 9 for lying about Liz's whereabouts. That's what I thought, too. I'm like, man, Hogan got bopped in the face. <laughs> yeah, but really, it was just a jet ski accident, as we found out. No, it like, wasn't. You really think Macho Man hit him? Yep. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll con- we will continue that rumor for today. I okay. like it. I like it. We'll continue that one. Who else we got here? We've got Pro Wrestling Reality. Here's one. This is Unforgiven 2003. I was in grade, I was in six years old, or not six years old, in the sixth grade. Was a wrestling fan for four or five years. And when King and the Al Snow lost their jobs, or when, I can't read this. 
when JR and the King lost their jobs to Al Snow, I cried all night. <laughs> so he thought it was real. When did that happen? It, apparently in 2003 when I wasn't watching. Oh, I don't remember that. There's either. a storyline. So yes, we'll go okay. watch that. Thanks, Purpose and Reality. Power and Glory, uh, Hercules and Paul Roma. And then Steve Hoker believed that Ted DiBiase paid Hebner and Earl to look like that. Never crossed his mind they were Think twins. he paid for his surgery. Yes, because Hogan even said it. Yeah. Who paid for the surgery, dude? <laughs> I don't know where he said that, too. Yeah. It's like, not, why wouldn't you just say they were twins? Like, yeah. Very confusing. I like that, Steve Hoker. Is he the same one that said even though there were twins in his school? Yes. <laughs> it never even crossed his mind. <laughs> right. Me neither. That I think I twins. knew two or three sets of twins. Just like, you know, great above me, my uh-huh. grade, grade below. You know, I just you just see people that look the same. Yeah. And yeah, I probably believe that, too. Okay. And Tony Wingdog, 72 again, talks about Brian Pillman, his WCW exit. Was it real or work? Still hold debate about that today. Remember, I respect you, Booker Man. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Don't know. We're never going to find out because Brian's no longer here. Maybe and, his son will tell the story. And at the real Pino Rob, he says that no one had ever seen Sting without face paint. What do you mean? Like Sting was always in face paint. He thought. Oh, back then. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Like surfer thing. I do remember he was on like some weird talk show with all the WCW guys in, like 92 and he was wearing sunglasses. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's how he got around not wearing face paint. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Mojito. I like that. <laughs> he said, when, <laughs> when Wrath, dis- when Wrath disappeared around Kane's debut, I thought Wrath was Kane. Same build. Wrath. Who was Wrath? Adam Baum. He was Wrath in WWF? No, WCW. But he, he was gone from WCW at the time Kane debuted. So this kid figures that, oh, Kane is Wrath in a mask. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I never heard that one before, but Me I neither. like it. Uh, Wrestling Toy Tracker. During the late 80s and early 90s, I thought WWF and NWA WCW would trade talent like sport teams, like the big trade of Dustin Rhodes for Sid Justice in 91. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, people in their mind thinking that they work together. So those are all the Twitter. I su- was, I was, my mind was blown when I was watching some AWA. I don't know if it was like the rise and fall of AWA, whatever it was, the story uh-huh. of AWA. And I saw like Scott Hall with a mustache and like really young looking. I'm Big like, Scott Holy Hall. crap. Yeah. And it was like Kurt Hennig. I'm like, oh, I know these guys. <laughs> you see him. It's like seeing like OG store or like the origin stories of Marvel characters. Yeah. Okay. So I was watching ECW last night. There was like, yeah, we saw. Well, I was watching. I was watching Impact Wrestling, and they like, called you the Mister Skin of Wrestling. Yeah, so I was watching Impact Wrestling, and Tommy Dreamer was wrestling on Impact like now. Yeah, he's like you know sixty pounds heavier, and it still looks like Tommy Dreamer. He's just older. Uh-huh. So then when I go back and watch this ninety-seven November to remember, he's so young, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe what he looked like. Well, it was over twenty years. ago. I know, but I'm just thinking like, wow, he was so young when he started. Because <laughs> I just. Like pictured. I'm sure you look different in 97. How many earrings did you have in 97? Probably 12. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just thinking like Tommy Dreamer, if I think about him, I think of mostly like the WWE version. Uh-huh. Like later on, I don't remember like the super young guy. Okay. All right. So let's talk about our stuff. Right off the bat, we both thought there was multiple, multiple warriors. I yeah. thought there were two. Mm-hmm. But right away, I think my dad told me, no, there's only one. I don't know how my dad like had this knowledge. He didn't watch wrestling, but I remember when Warrior came back at WrestleMania Eight. That's when everyone thought it was a different Warrior because mm-hmm. he was much smaller, cut his hair, all that stuff. Yeah. And my dad's like, "No, it's the same guy. You could tell by his face and all that." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Well, then, like, I think I like went on a mission to all my friends. No, <laughs> my dad. You don't even say my dad. You just know for a fact. I do. I. It's my knowledge. I'm not going to give him credit. <laughs> so, how did you think there were three Ultimate Warriors? <clears throat> 
so probably a 1990 I started I started kind of watching wrestling more than I did when I was younger so because of that and I think I told you the story of WrestleMania 6 my friends were into it and I started getting more into it because you know something to talk about and Warrior won the title so I started getting into wrestling more yeah and there was a store called the Family Pantry. It was like a convenience store that I would walk to. It was probably like six blocks away. And they had a couple arcades there. So I would go there, play like WWF Superstars, and I'd buy like those trading cards, WWF Classic cards. Sure. So when I'd open them up, I was looking for something new. Uh, sometimes I got duplicates, and I would you know kind of set those to the side. But I remember I saw one, and it was from WrestleMania Four. It was Ultimate Warrior versus Hercules. I think it was four. And I was looking at him, and the, the warrior that I knew was more cut and not as beefy looking. So the guy from WrestleMania 4, I was looking at him like, this isn't the same warrior. And then even the face kind of looked different. I don't know why I thought that, but I really thought there were two warriors at that time. And then when he left and came back to save Hogan at WrestleMania 8, I thought that was a third warrior. <laughs> so those are my three warriors that you know I believe to be different. And then I would hear people say the first one died. Did you and your friends like discuss this, like the Ultimate Warriors? The multiple? I think so. Okay. Because yeah. I, I think I, I brought it up about WrestleMania 4, and then somebody's like, yeah, he died. And then there's this new guy. I'm like, oh, okay. So that like confirmed in my head that <laughs> there were two at the time. And then WrestleMania 8 came around, and there were three. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, I got nothing else on that. <laughs> okay. I, I, normally, I have stuff, normally I have stuff to add, but I didn't think there were three wars. I have nothing yeah. to relate to with this. This is yeah. like your own thing. So. Yeah, that's fine. A lot of people thought Texas Tornado, and like that never once crossed my no. mind that that was the other warrior. I mean, I, I heard that, and then I also told you I heard Paul Roma, but that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Oh, well. Fun stuff for everybody, yeah. right? Okay. Here's one. I'll just get this out of the way. So I texted you one of these. We text each other our, our show notes, uh-huh. which we'll we'll start charging people show notes for on for, <laughs> my Patreon group, okay? Like some podcasts do show notes for a dollar. Who the hell wants to see your show notes? Anyway, not not one particular podcast. A lot of podcasts do that. But yeah, that, that's weird to me. I don't know. Very strange. Anyway, well, got to take advantage of their their smarks. Speak. So before we get into this, so I want to give a special shout out to the Fully Posable Podcast because a few weeks ago. They were talking on their show about what kind of what's next. They had a big Q&A section. People were like, what's next? And both of them said, we want to expand this show and make revenue off of it and all that. And they're like, we're never going to do a Patreon because we want your money, meaning the fans' money, to go into your collections of stuff, not Mm -hmm. come to us, which is very cool. And I don't see us ever doing a Patreon. One, I'm incredibly lazy, so I'm not going to give people extra content. <laughs> Two, <laughs> yeah, our, well, you don't have the time to do it. Our schedules are, yeah, I don't have the time to do extra content. Like I have, yeah, I mean, we, we have to put this off for a week or two before we get together. Yeah, it's like okay, like we were supposed to do it a couple days ago. I was like, I'm busy at work, and you're like, I can't do it. I gotta go to my girlfriend to see the Rat Pack, or whatever, whatever weird stuff you do. Right. So, also, podcasts should be free. And I get like I get the Patreon thing, and I'm, I don't crap anyone for doing it. Just for me personally, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to give people the value required to charge for it. If anyone wants to support us, just go buy a t-shirt or listen to us and share this with a friend. That's all you can do. Yeah. Like that's it. So anyway, special shout out to the fully posable guys for doing that. So how, how is that program working? What program? The fully posable. You said it's not a program. It's just, they, they just said they want to start selling ads maybe. So there's no Patreon. They'll never do a Patreon because they want people just to spend their money on figures. 
gotcha. and collections and all that stuff. So it's very cool them. I thought there was going to be a pot like they donate money to. No, and it no. Goes. Again, okay. they, they also have t-shirt stores and want to maneuver and yeah. processing tees, so buy shirts. I was just confused about how you opened it and then you left it hanging. And I didn't leave it hanging. You just weren't paying attention. But anyway, <laughs> okay. special shout out to Scott and Jeff. Listen to those guys. They threw me off this week because they released their show early, and I was like, wait, was there not a show this week? And Very strange. Anyway, this is something show note-wise I sent to you. And I said, I used to think WCW stood for World Center Wrestling. And you're like, mm-hmm. how the hell did you think that? <laughs> you're like, you'll find out on the show. <laughs> okay. So second, so what, what did you think it was? World Center Wrestling. Okay. Okay. So second grade, I had moved to a new town. And I met a friend in my class. And we both liked wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we bonded and became buddies. Yeah. And we only watched WWF, but I, this is around the time we were both discovering WCW because it was mm-hmm. on TBS, and like we figured yeah. out it was on Saturdays. And we were like on a field trip one time to somewhere in downtown for some field trip. We're on the bus talking wrestling, and we were doing like acronyms like WWF World Wrestling Federation and like UW. Ultimately, we were like trying to like figure out like acronym. We I think we were even writing it down to yeah. pass the time on the bus. And then he goes. Uh, WCW and I, I and I was like I don't know and he's like I know what it is I'm like what is it he goes World Center Wrestling because he didn't know yeah so then from that point until <laughs> however many years later I thought WCW was World Center Wrestling I don't know why <laughs> well you know why because that kid told you yeah, he believed him exactly he probably I, said it with so much confidence too he didn't like oh, okay. but, like <laughs> but it was more than I knew so I kind of yeah. went with it it's so a World Center Wrestling yeah, that makes sense impressionable. What's one you got? One one thing you believed or an urban legend you had besides the warrior stuff? Uh, let me see. So when I first heard about Big Van Vader, yes. and they were telling the story about how he was from Japan and this and that, and there were shoot fights over there and all that kind of stuff, I, I thought all of his fights were real. Because the way he would punch and slam, like it just looked too vicious not to be. Just, I don't know, I, the way he punches and his like forearms over the face, I don't know what you call those. But he just beat the shit out of people. Yeah, he looked like a, a sob too. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, this, this guy's like legit. Did you first discover Vader in like WCW? Or? WCW, okay. and then he had like the Mastodon helmet and the smoke coming out and all that stuff. And it might have been like a um, Clash of Champions show that I saw, and you know the announcers were talking about how he was in Japan, and I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, from what I've been reading, and like Japan was like a lot super like more real than. America mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god! I just remember the PWI magazines, like they show like Japanese death match and like guys yeah. are covered in blood. Like that, You're like, like to me that was real. Speaking of this, and if you came from Japan, you were real. <laughs> speaking of real, I thought ECW was real. You did. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, everybody's bleeding half yeah, the time, and there's chairs. And but looking back, like I watched those old WCW shows. Mm-hmm. Like I have a couple DVD ECW. sets. ECW, sorry, ECW sets. You could see on there how slow and like. They're setting moves up. And yeah. There was one sh- match between Cactus Jack and the Sandman where the Sandman gets knocked out in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's just going, he's yeah. kind of going through the motions. <laughs> but me and my friends all thought like, oh, WC- or ECW is on so late at night. It's got to yeah. be real because regular television won't keep it and all that stuff. Right. So I thought ECW was a legitimate fight. Yeah, I thought there were a few guys that were more, I guess, real, like with violence. And I... I um, what's his name? New Jack, Sandman, yeah, Sabu. I thought those were the guys. They didn't look like, like wrestlers. Sabu's got scars all over him yeah, and all that I'm like, stuff. These guys just don't give a, nothing about you know their body yeah. or anybody else's body. It's true. It was crazy stuff there back in the day. Yep. What else you got? What's another one you have? 
Um, well, we covered that, that, that. So when Sean, I mean, this is classic. When Sean threw Marty through the barbershop window to yeah. break up the rockers, I thought that was real glass. Okay. And like Marty was like in there and he was hanging and I thought he like cut up his abdomen the way he was hanging over it. But then he wasn't bleeding and I'm like, maybe he just got lucky. <laughs> but I really thought that that type of sugar glass type of stuff was real glass back then. Well, I did. Well, I did think when he did it, when he was holding his head, my, my logic was he's bleeding in his head, in his hair. That's why you can't see the blood. Yeah. Okay. Like he wasn't. I probably thought face. that too. Yeah. So I remember thinking that was legit too. And I also remember thinking the rockers are not going to break up because they did the yeah. thing and they were teasing it and they hugged each other and boom, through the barbershop window. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see that. I could see that for sure, thinking it was real. Another one I have was that the Cactus Jack Chainsaw Charlie, when they got pushed off of the, the raw stage in the yeah. dumpster by the outlaws, yeah. I thought that was real. And I remember, because the whole first hour of that raw was like the ambulance coming. I remember Sonny like holding their hand, like, come on, guys. And everyone's like legit concerned. And yeah. like, the outlaws are up on the stage, like, oh, man, what, what did we do here? Right. And that was good all, TV. Yes. And my friends and I were calling each other on the phone, like, are you watching this? Like, oh, my God. Like, do you think this? And they th- But then they ruined it at the end of the night because they both came back so you knew it was all fake. But, <laughs> but yeah, like we thought. Like, like, like the giant being thrown off the building with coming back. That was a little more extreme. <laughs> a little more extreme. But And also, we were thinking, like, okay, but this, was, this was probably planned, but, you know, they probably – and they're both super tough. What, like this was planned, but they, the, we were like the, the dumpster was supposed to land right side up, and it like went on its side. Yeah. They probably like crashed into each other and all that stuff. So, but what's funny is, can you just imagine like Funk and Jack Cactus in there being like, "Oh, here we go!" Like not being able to see, <laughs> like having to like yeah. guess when to brace for the fall. Yeah, it was very good. Television. I should go back and watch that, but I remember maybe it was right after that. Like anytime I see somebody going to dumpsters, I see these popcorn peanuts fly up. I'm like, eh, they probably got a bunch of like soft stuff to land on in there. <laughs> what else you got? Mm. You got to be ready. Well, I know, but we've already talked about half this stuff and I'm down to like two or three now. <laughs> so when I was younger, WCW, they had this guy come out in Mongolian Mauler and they said he was from Mongolia and he had like completely black eyes. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what Mongolians look like. So, you know, I seen him maybe two or three times and I really thought that people from Mongolia had black eyes. And I remember like for like three, four, five, ten years after this, like, because I'd never met somebody from Mongolia, <laughs> I would like make references like, oh, Mongolians and black eyes and. Nobody knew what I was talking about. I felt like you, an idiot. You show me the picture of this, but I don't know what you're talking about still. <laughs> you have to tweet this out for everyone. But you've seen the guy, right? No. And just no, I mean so, the picture that yeah, I just showed yes, you. Yes, <laughs> I did. I did. But like, you got to tweet that out because no one knows what you're talking about, this Mongolian guy. I'm sure somebody knows. All right. Another one I have was there was two Undertakers. I thought there were two because they looked okay. so different from like 98 Undertaker, 91 Undertaker. Yeah. Mostly he just dyed his hair so he wasn't a redhead. Uh-huh. But I I, <laughs> I, I did not think there was two Warriors, but I convinced myself there was two Undertakers and not SummerSlam 94, two Undertakers. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Because they look the same. Another one I have is when, this is Judgment Day in your house in 98 of October, when vi- the storyline was Austin was the special referee for Undertaker versus Kane for the title. And Vince said, if you do not, like, declare a winner, you're fired. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the show, Vince says, screw you, Austin. You're fired. So he fires him. Uh-huh. I thought he literally fired him. Because the next day on Raw, <laughs> Vince opens the show in the wheelchair saying, like, I understand that these WW, those Austin 316 shirts are going like hotcakes because these are memorabilia now and all yeah. that stuff. 
And I, I was at home watching Raw, like chanting asshole along with the crowd being so mad. Like, <laughs> like, like how, how could this happen? Yeah. This was the famous episode where Austin kidnaps Vince and Vince pisses his pants on mm-hmm. TV. But I remember thinking that, like, oh, my God, he really fired him because this is finally it and Austin, or Austin's going to be gone for a while, whatever it was. I was so mad. So yeah. mad at that. I wish I was younger to start believing this stuff. But Again? I have a story, like, even... Like, last week, I five believe... Ye- five years ago. Okay, let's like, hear it. I fell into this storyline thinking it was real. Which one? So, Ring of Honor in 2014, 2015, uh, Tommaso Ciampa was in Ring of Honor. And I seen him live once or twice and watched some videos, and he just came off like the smuggest asshole, hated everybody. I mean, he was just a complete jerk. And... I really believe that, and it is so sad. <laughs> like, I really believe that that's how he was in real life. So when there was a story about how he started beating up referees and uh, Ring of Honor was kind of getting tired of his, his stuff, and he beat up Todd Sinclair, one of the, I think he was like the, one of the head referees in Ring of Honor at the time, and they fired him. I'm like, oh, wow, they fired him because he's such a this and that, and, you know, he's beating up refs and you know, maybe like a year or two later, I'm reading about that it was just a storyline. I'm like, man, it really got me on that one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like 35 years old believing this. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> I was gonna say like, this is pretty recent. I know. <laughs> well, hey, that's good that wrestling still gets you. So yeah. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> <sighs> so here's another one. These are kind of related. So Owen uh-huh. Hart, when Owen Hart passed away, from, you know, with the, with the tragic accident that happened, yeah. My friend somehow started the rumor at school that there was a video of someone in the crowd shot of him falling, and it was online, and someone was going to find it and whatever, so mm-hmm. that's never true. Also, WWF Warzone came out after Owen Hart passed away. However, Owen Hart was still in the game, so each guy, be their babyface or heel, was cheered or booed based on them. So the game developers changed Owen to be cheered because he died and all that stuff, mm-hmm. too. So my friends and I started the rumor. I don't you, know, you started the rumor? Like, amongst ourselves. That there was a code you could put in to get Owen booed, but it was so secret because WWF didn't want to get sued by getting Owen yeah. Hart booed. And this is junior high, you know, we're straight into this stuff. And there's mm-hmm. a video game that came out, WWF Warzone. And I don't know why. And like, this was a like, it's hard to explain how big of a deal this was with our friends. Like, no, there's a code. It's real. So, if, so if someone in Ireland heard about this, it was your rumor that you started. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. So if anyone is listening in Ireland or the UK or we got our friend wrestling figure maniac over there in Northern Ireland area, he can he can vouch for that. Let us know, buddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, another one I have was I thought a potential WWF WCW pay-per-view could legitimately happen. I think there was a the wrestler magazine or something or PWI says, yeah. why a WWF WCW supercard is no longer just a dream. I was like, Ooh, this is really going to happen. And I was yeah. booking in my head, like what could potentially happen? Right. Look, little do we know it's never ever possible for that to happen, <laughs> but Hey, kid can dream, right? Kid can dream. Yeah. You got, so no I more? do have one and it's, it's been debunked. But oh, when the whole I think back- all these have been debunked today. <laughs> well, I remember when the Benoit thing happened. I thought Kevin Sullivan was behind it because he was jealous because Benoit stole Nancy from him uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. And I really thought that Kevin Sullivan <laughs> was behind the murders. Jeez, it's a little aggressive. <laughs> no, I mean it made sense to me. Oh, jeez. Okay, I wasn't the only one that thought that either. All right, any any more? Any more? Any more? Because I think I only have. Well, one I got more. the Sandman one. <laughs> What's the Sandman one? You know which one? The Tammy. Oh, we're not. We're not saying that one. All right. By the way, there's. We know there's a few people sent in submissions. 
that I would say are non-family friendly. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk about those. Oh, I had heard a while ago that uh, Vern Gagne had killed somebody by body slamming them. <laughs> so so I believed that. So then I was thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, trying to think of things from my past. I'm like, yeah, I did hear he killed somebody. So I looked it up. He really did. He was 80-something, and he body slammed this other guy. with. Or Vern Gagne had uh, Alzheimer's, and he body slammed and killed another patient at a nursing home. <laughs> he picked him up and slammed him on the ground and killed him because <laughs> he's another old guy. <laughs> and it's not, it's not that funny, but... <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, man. Well, he really murdered someone. <laughs> Speaking of murder... Okay. <laughs> what do you think about the Snooka thing? Like, I really believe, like, Vince McMahon paid off authorities to I don't get Snooka off Honestly, the I never went down that rabbit hole. Like, I'm not as into it, so mm-hmm. I can't really comment on it. Okay. I'm not really down that rabbit hole. You said, so the old folks home thing. Yeah. This reminds me, in high school, we did community service at a retirement home, and there was a, people had roommates. So, like, the one, these two guys were roommates together. And the one guy had Parkinson's pretty bad. The other guy was just, I think he was kind of, he was starting to get dementia or something like that. So anyway, uh, the, we came there one day and the two, two guys we saw all the time were like not roommates anymore. Mm-hmm. And we go to the guy, we're like, what happened? He goes, oh, I knocked him out. I go, wait, what? These guys are like in their 80s. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm like, why? He goes, he was standing over my bed staring at me. So I woke up and punched him in the face. <laughs> And I was like, why was he staring at you? He goes, because he was confused and thought it was his bed. So, like, he yeah. was confused which bed he was. I'm like, so why'd you punch him? <laughs> he goes, he said something like, no one asked with me. And keep in mind, this guy's got bad Parkinson's disease, yeah. but still got so up can and you imagine him. having, like, adult aggression with, like, childlike thinking? <laughs> I guess. But the guy that punched him didn't have dementia. It was the guy that got punched had dementia. Yeah. So either way, that's not like a funny story, but like when he told me the story, it like blew my mind. <laughs> so now you hear Vern Gagne at body slam. I can, I, I get it. Like I understand. <laughs> I, I imagine the guy is in like a, um, like a hospital gown. Yeah. <laughs> like picks him up and slams him on the cement <laughs> on the tile floor. <laughs> so he's like an animated version of this. Someone yeah. makes uh, <laughs> the old AWE. My last one. Because I used to think WCW and NWO were separate companies. Did you? Yes. And I would get pissed when Shivani would be like, WCW is the premier organization in our sport. I was like, no, it's only the NWO. NWO. And you're wrong, WCW. If they left, you'd be screwed. Yeah. WWF would rule. And I was just like pissed at Tony Shivani. So that, that kind that's what they were trying to tell us. But then I was thinking if NWO had their own pay-per-view, which they eventually did, I'm like, they wouldn't wrestle each other. So I was thinking that whole company would be separate. Why would they fight each other? I don't know. And they didn't. No. I remember then and I remember because I got sold out. Like you maybe, bought that maybe I rented it or something. Yeah. But I remember seeing it or hearing about it. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, uh Six is gonna fight uh, Buff Guerrero. Bagwell. He fought That's what no, that, I'm yeah. just telling you what sure. I was thinking is gonna happen. But then it was like NWO versus WCW people, the same stuff that was on Monday <laughs> Monday Nitro. Uh-huh. <sighs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> just me being I'm thinking of I'm thinking of me having like arguments with my friend Sam Goody in the mall about uh-huh. why NWO sucked <laughs> oh man and Sam Goody that's something I'm I'm feel bad for that my kids aren't gonna be able to un, like go to the mall and like browse like a terrible overpriced store like Sam yeah. Goody take them to FYE in Calumet City or Suncoast there's an FYE at a few malls but FYE still sells some cool stuff like yeah. and they're not that overpriced for the most part you know yeah, but if you can download it for free. 
I mean, I guess if you want to steal, but wasn't it music land that was in our mall? There, we had like six music stores in our mall. Yeah. We had Sam Goody, Music Land. Suncoast. Suncoast was movies, though. It was strictly movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There was like, and like, and Coconuts. Yeah, that was down the street. Record Town. Like, mm-hmm. Tower Records. Right, Red yeah. Tower. Red Tower. <laughs> Red Tower Records. Uh, what else? What was that one in Where? Tinley? By Rock Threshold. 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 But they sold like indie stuff. Yeah. Like it was like hard to find stuff where you went for Threshold music. So it's cool now that you get whatever you want, but- the chase is always always my yeah. favorite stuff to do. So, anything else you got? Any other wrestling urban legends or stories? I don't. I'm any, all out. Well, any other forty year old uh, <laughs> belief storylines that got you sucked in? <laughs> Do you believe the Hardy compound? You gonna get that Matt Hardy uh, elite with that comes with the boat? No. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. It just it's a new network spotlight. He comes with the oh, boat. I haven't seen it. And he's got his like in his three uh, D projection of himself. Man. I, I might get it. It yeah, looks pretty too. good. Looks I got to see it first. Yeah, looks pretty good. So that's going to be it for our wrestling urban legends and tales stories. Unless you have another one. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? So we got them all. We went through them all. Did it? Did it? Yep, got them okay, all. Okay, good. I'm glad we got them all. I really appreciate everyone participating in this. This was fun hearing everyone's stories and everyone's beliefs and stuff like that. So thank you everyone that sent in stuff to us on Twitter. Thanks to everyone that listens to our show and thanks to everyone that's ever shared us with somebody. Really, really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Again, make your WrestleMania plans. If you're going to be in Tampa that weekend, please let me know. I will be around. It was so cool meeting everyone last year. Please come find me again this year. Tweet me. I'll probably be wearing my own gimmick merch shirt, PPW shirts. Find me there. Say what's up. We'll probably have a beer or a soda or a pop together, something like that. Maybe meet Barry Horowitz at WrestleCon. Give ourselves a pat in the back. It'll be a no lot of fun. No White Claws, huh? No, I hate White Claws. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun. Anything else? I don't think so. Cool. So thanks also to our podcast friends, the Fully Posable guys I mentioned, our friends at the Ringside Podcast, the Our Vantage Point Wrestling Podcast. Uh, the Doing the Favor guys are a lot of fun. The Breaker and Bane Power Hour. Check those guys out. Uh, they also have a sideshow called uh, Back to Nintendo, which I just started listening to. Mm-hmm. It's like old NES games. So yeah. Very, very cool to listen to old nostalgic video game stuff. I think that's all for us. Uh, before we wrap up, any fun, since this is episode 93, any wrestling in 93 favorite moments, standout moments? From 1993? Yeah, why not? SummerSlam 93, obviously, is the probably going to be the peak of 93. I guess so. Hogan losing to Yokozuna for you. That's <laughs> <laughs> King of the Ring 93. Oh, man. That it? Yeah, that's I put it. I put you on the spot. I apologize. You did. No, no. Next week I'll prepare you with some show notes. Patreon.com. I'll come back next week. And put show you remember notes. last week or last time? <laughs> I'm well, like, no. This is what I have from '93. All right, guys. Uh, show suggestions always were up for those. Let us know. I got a whole list of more topics to talk about, but always up for show suggestions. So please shoot us a note on Twitter, PPW Podcast. Eric, thanks for coming over. You got it. And everyone, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.